Welcome, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about mean friends and how to confront people in the wrong, animosity in the workplace, and much more. Reminder to check out tapodcast.net, the website that has all of the answers. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 53. Welcome home, my friends, to the Teacher Answers Podcast, a show where I take high school students' questions and answer them in the most no-nonsense way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, 20, going on 29 years, veteran high school teacher and the examiner of the teenage brain. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. I hope you're having a good day. It's overcast outside, but I hope it's sunny where you are. And you know what? If it's overcast outside, who gives a flying crap? Make it sunny. Make it sunny. Don't let the weather affect you. I know it does. I know that's a real thing. But take control. You can do it. Now, um, I have a, a thing that I want to go back to from uh, Season 2, Episode 44. It was called... Should I take a gap year? Should I take a gap year? Um, there was one thing that I failed to mention in there about, I was talking about scholarships and things like that. Um, I was talking to a college advisor recently and she explained to me something that makes me think gap years may not be, you know, if you're thinking about going to college and your grades are good, and your ACT scores are good. I know the world revolves around it, but that's the reality. So that's the game we're playing here. But if you got that going for you, a gap year, see, here's the problem. A lot of those scholarships are tied to a student starting right out of high school, you know? And so if you take a gap year, you're not starting college right out of high school. So you're not going to be eligible for that. And there's lots, uh, lots of, you know, major scholarships out there that a gap year will disqualify you for so i just wanted to mention that so yeah um today we are going to talk about dealing with confrontation okay dealing with confrontation um so the first question i have three of them and and if we have time for a bonus question uh i'll, I'll get to that Okay, so the, f the first question is, how should I confront someone in the wrong without upsetting them or making them feel as I'm attacking them? This is a question written by an actual high school student to me anonymously. And here is my answer to that. Let me read it one more time. How should I confront someone in the wrong without upsetting them or making them feel as if I'm attacking them. <clears throat> okay. So th this is, this keeps coming up. Okay. This is kind of something that keeps coming up and throughout, I don't know, maybe the last month or so I've touched on this, but, um, setting the setting in this is, is very important. You know, you do not want to do this in the middle of the workplace that you're in. You don't want to do this on the job, not even in the break room. Okay. If it's, if it's someone that you know really well, 
and and they've just done you wrong um because it does say how should i how should i confront someone in the wrong at least in your eyes they're wrong okay um you you need to do it in a neutral setting and one-on-one okay don't go to a restaurant make a big scene don't do it in the parking lot make a big scene don't do it in the middle of the kitchen at work and make a big scene um you know because people there there are some people who just need to get dramatic you know they want to get dramatic and they're gonna they're gonna yell and scream and grandstand just to make a scene okay uh whatever it is going on in their world they're gonna take it out on you if you do this you do this wrong so let's take that off the table okay so you're gonna do this alone okay um now i think the best way is to you know because they may not want to talk to you you know if they're wrong you you could say hey can we can we talk like after work you know or can we can we talk could you know could i come over and meet you somewhere and i need to talk to you about some things and that's really bothering me <clears throat> and make sure that if they agree to this and you become one-on-one that you keep it very uh like you need to keep your emotions in check you see because they they probably won't be they're probably gonna try to defend they're gonna go into defense mode well that wasn't what i was that was not what i meant okay and you got to be matter of fact about it you got to explain to them what is bothering you you know life is too short to let crap bother you you know if somebody's in the wrong you need to tell them hey i don't like it when you do x y and z okay here's how i feel when you do that um if if this is something that can't be changed then we're gonna probably not be friends anymore okay um but if you're confronting someone in the wrong that's probably the best way to go about it without upsetting them because remember the key to this is when you state very clearly and matter-of-factly and non-emotionally what your problem is with this person they're going to react in defense mode and their emotions are going to redline and they're going to tell you why you're wrong okay then the person that's confronting the person that's in the wrong is going to the the natural reaction is to go into a defense mode yourself right and you're going to try to get in a fight now not in a physical fight in a in a fight to try to win okay you never ever argue to win you argue for peace right put that baby on a plaque somewhere you don't argue to win you argue to make some kind of peace out of the situation argue towards peace always not toward winning not toward beating someone not toward defeating someone you know in relationships we do this too all the time every single person does it don't even try it okay no one is that in check with their emotions because if you get in an argument you're going to be going back and forth and you're going to try to win because you feel like they've done you wrong and if they're like no i didn't that's not what i meant see 
you can blow up there real quick, real quick. So argue toward peace. Okay, that's always the best way to confront someone in the wrong. Question number two, how do I deal with your friends turning mean? I swear to you, that is a question on this paper. How do you deal with your friends turning mean? All right, so um, I'll go back to that life is short. Life is way, people, stop what you're doing. Okay, stop. Life is way too short for mean people. Forget it. No, no. I don't need drama, and I definitely don't need mean people. And if you're the source of this, I'm cutting you out. Unless we can repair it, right? Unless we can negotiate a way toward peace to where we can interact with each other without drama, without being mean. Um, I would explain to them that the behavior that you no longer want to be associated with, this is a behavior you no longer want to be associated with, you know? And ask that they stop doing it, whatever the mean thing is, okay? If they're just... You know, friends can be um, kind of passive bullies sometimes. You ever have one of those? I bet you do. I bet you have. At some point, I bet you have. I bet you have. Where they just like run on you to the point of being mean to try to make themselves feel better. Remember, that's just 101 bullying right there. I mean, that's just a part of it. They're taking their baggage out on you. So they're actually, when they say mean stuff, they're talking about themselves. You know? Man, if you can flip that switch on where you can you can hear and feel that when, when people are talking to you like that, it's like amazing. It's so clear when they do it. But it's time for you to, if you have mean friends and you want to salvage a relationship with them, it's time for you to stick up for yourself and say, you need to stop doing that. Or I can't deal with this anymore. We're like, we're going to cut this cord between us. Okay. I'm serious. And you need to be serious, not wishy-washy. Man, I hate that. I hate wishy-washy. Where it's like, like, don't do that. You say, here's what you're doing. I don't like it. Please stop doing it. Okay. And if they do it again, remind them, hey. You know what we just talked about the other day? You just did it again. You remember when I said, I'm going to cut the cord on this and you're not coming over to my house anymore and yada, yada, yada. Mean it. Mean it. The other friend, <coughs> I would argue, I would argue very strongly. If someone is mean to you, they're not your friend. Right. But this other friend may not be, let's, let's give them a benefit here of the doubt, right? The other friend may not be aware of how they're acting. I mean, they may have done that their whole life and just never been corrected at home. You know, they may have been given a license to shoot off the idiot mouth cannon and say stuff that's totally inappropriate for their entire life. And they're just not socialized to the point where they know how to act around people. Do you know anyone like that? Bet you do. You can't assume that they're aware, so you have to explain it to them. And you got to, you know, you got to state your demands and 
And that's it. I'm serious. You can do this. You can. Life is way too short for mean people. If they're not good for you, if someone is not good for you, friends are good for you. Let's just define that. Friends are good for you. If this person is not good for you, meaning they're not supportive, they never listen to you, all they do is just talk about themselves and they bring you down and they're mean and they're condescending to you, cut them out. Boom. Just like that. Life is way too short for mean people. Personally, I would give them a chance. If people can grow, right? That's that's the joy of life. It really is. People can evolve into something better than they were yesterday. Every one of us can do that. And and again, you may not be aware that you're doing this to your husband, to your wife, to your boyfriend, to your father, to your kids, right? You may not be aware that you're doing this. And if they come to you saying, hey, this is what you're doing. Listen, you know, red light warning there. Maybe, maybe you're the one that's causing the problem. Um, you've heard that saying, you are the five people you hang out with. I believe that's pretty true. You are the five people you hang out with. Do you want to be mean? If you're hanging out with mean people, you're associated with the mean group and you're going to be mean. So if they're not good for you, get away from them. Um, also when you, and back to the first question too, when you're confronting someone, cause this, you know, you're, I'm, I'm talking about how to stick up for yourself here and confront someone. Um, when you make sure to explain what the problem is, make sure that you listen to them, let them get it out, let them get it out. And you know, listen to their response. Okay. If, if, if someone is in the wrong and they're just like, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. That's not good enough. That is sarcasm, right? That is not even close to being good enough. That is someone who has not emotionally connected to this problem yet. Sorry. That is not good enough. Um, last question here. How should I deal with animosity in the workplace? Then now this is a long question, but I'm going to read the whole darn thing as it was written. How should I deal with animosity in the workplace? Question mark. Then what is the best way to face anxiety in certain situations? Question mark. And then in parentheses, it says knowing you must face someone that you did wrong and it makes you sick knowing you'll have to see and face them. Oh, that's different, isn't it? So now you're the problem. You did the wrong thing to someone and you're nervous about it. Do you understand all this? (laughs) I hope you do. Just, just in case that was, that was a long question. This question says, how should I deal with animosity in the workplace? And then what is the best way to face anxiety in certain situations? Okay. That's pretty general, but then it, it really clears up like the fog lifts when it says, knowing you must face someone that you did wrong. And it makes you sick knowing you'll have to see and face them. Well, you know, at least, at least, right? Whoever wrote this is conscious is kicking in to ask this question. Like, at least you're self-aware enough to say, ah, this time, this time I was the wrong, 
I was in the wrong, you know. Um, I think the world is full of people that have wronged someone else and feels bad inside, but never apologizes. Do you hear all that? Let me read that again. This is the same Griffin original right here. The world is full of people that have wronged someone else and feels bad inside, but never apologizes. This is so true. It is so true. And everybody feels bad about it, right? This doesn't help any, this doesn't help either party, right? The fact that you did something wrong and you darn well know it, like this person who wrote this, I'm talking about this person who wrote this, that that's one of them, but it's hard to admit you're wrong. It's hard to apologize to someone. It feels great afterward. We've all done it. But it's hard to get to muster up the courage to do it, right? But but not apologizing is not good enough. In fact, it's it's down it's mean. You're the mean person. See? Whether you feel bad inside or not does not matter at all. You understand that? Oh, it's like, oh, I was a real turd to this person and I feel terrible about it. And you're, they're beating themselves up inside. But mean, meanwhile, the, the victim of your turd behavior or whatever you will call it is, is suffering and you're doing nothing about it except beating your own self up. Well, they, they don't see that. In fact, you're probably feeling so bad about the way you act that you're taking more stuff out on them. Is that possible? I believe it is. I believe the world is full of this. You feel bad. And they most likely don't like you very much anymore. You know, you you need to apologize. This, this person that you've done wrong about and you can't get the courage up to go tell them, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I feel terrible about it. And you don't have to forgive me right now. But I just want you to know. That I'm really sorry for what I did yesterday. Something like that. This goes over. People connect with that instantly. In fact, just hearing me say that probably made you feel something inside. You know, when somebody humbly, humbly apologizes. Not asking. When you apologize, by the way, you're not asking for something in return. You're not. You're just saying, I'm sorry, man. Please, please think about it. Forgive me. This, this behavior won't do it again. I didn't, I don't know. I was having a, don't try to make excuses up because you did the wrong, you know? Um, I think you should sincerely apologize with no expectations in return. Okay. And if somebody confronts you, then you're the person. If you just go, good, I'm sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean that. I, I, why are you taking it that way? You know, are you hearing me right now? Why are you taking it that way? Then you're calling them weak too, you know? You're the mean person about to get cut out of their life. Stick up for yourself. The world, life, is too short for mean people. 
give them a chance, confront it, state your problem, tell them your demands, move on. If they're not good for you, there are lots of people out there. It's a, it's a big world. It's big. The bonus question. We got to it, people. I hope you got something out of that, by the way. Um, if you're liking this, leave me a review. Apple Podcasts. I would love that. Send me an email. Tell me tell me what you like. Tell me what you like. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? Swear to goodness, that's the last question. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Well, this isn't going to take me too long because the answer for me, don't hate me now, is no. Like the Hawaiian pizza is probably the worst combination that you could put on a pizza. Okay, not my jam at all. Pineapple does not. Um, but again, my opinion. All right. Like I said, for all of the answers, tapodcast.net is where to go. Um, so I, by, I just, if, by the time you're listening to this, I have started a blog too. Now I've, I've had a blog on there, but I haven't enabled it. Um, and I'm giving a conference speech in Columbus, Ohio. And there's, you know, I was asked to speak on how to set up, record, edit, manage a podcast. So there is, there will be, by the time you hear this, two, at least two blog posts up there that have painful detail and cool looking pictures. So check it out. Um, but that will be it. Thank you so much for listening. I don't, you know, whoever, whoever's listening right now. Thank you so much. Pat, I, I pat you on the back. Well done. Have a good day. I'll talk to you soon. You have been listening to Teacher Answers. If you would like to submit a question, drop me an email at teacheranswers at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail on the Anchor podcast site, anchor.fm slash teacheranswers. 